Welcome, everyone, to the very latest Bolt from the Blue podcast. We've got a couple of guys to talk about this um, latest, rather predictable victory. Getting They're, they're no fun anymore, uh, those United guys. But uh, anyway, we've got Ray in the house. Ray, how are you doing? I'm bloody marvellous, mate. I'm feeling fantastic. We've given those uh, that rabble from just outside the town good old beating. And we've also got Bernard Deneen. Bernard, how are you doing? Yeah, wonderful, mate. I was... Uh, I was still nervous about the 91st minute I don't, that, but that's me that, that's me but uh, yeah it was a bit like um, we've had a couple of seasons there where we've not been overly doing the business but I think we've gone back to the uh, obviously four, five, six, seven years ago when we looked very comfortable we've gone back to that so we'll say that but uh, they, they were crap weren't they let's be honest <laughs> about it they were absolutely oh, terrible Terrible. We, I, know, I know some of the pundits have been saying it was because they were bad, but obviously we were we were excellent. But that they they are terrible. They are terrible. Let's uh, move. To, well, we normally start with uh, Bernard for this, but let's start uh, uh, with Ray and Ray. Let's Ooh. talk about the lineup. What about yeah. the Man City lineup? That was a good lineup, weren't it? I can't remember it, but it was a good. Lineup. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're sorry, See, you sorry. You should have come to me first. <laughs> Bernard has it all written down. Bernard I'll tell you what. I'll give you the lineup then. Ray, then Ray can say what it is, yeah? Is that, is that how we'll do it? We expected. Yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give Ray the line. Up. Ray, we had uh, Edison, Walker, Stones, Diaz, Gvardiol, Rodri, Bernardo, Folding, Grealish, Alvarez and Haaland. And on the bench, Ortega, Phillips, Aki, Kovacic, Doku, Gomez, Nunes, Bob and Lewis. And just before I hand over to Ray, I got 10 out of 11 and I had uh, Aki instead of Gvardiol. But I, said, I think we said to Ray, or I've said to Ray, that I was happy with that anyway, if that happens. Yeah, so, uh, but over to you, Ray. Oh, cheers. We were, like, to be honest, we did discuss this uh, a couple of days before the game. Uh, we went through that team and we, my, well, my biggest deliberation was whether it was Doku or Grealish going to start I think we plumped for Grealish because we said Doku could come off the bench. Grealish will give us just that little extra control. Um, he's been there before. He's done it. You know, this is his third season at City Grealish. And I think we've had five derbies already uh, off the top of my head, at least four in the league since he's been here. And the obviously the FA Cup final uh, where Gundogan scored after 12 seconds. So Grealish, I just think, has, has got that experience. Uh, and I think that is important not saying vital, but it's important in games like this. Like, look, I don't think Doak would have been faced if he'd started. I don't think he would have been bothered. He'd have just, you know, uh, would have carried on doing what he does. But um, I have no problem, you know, as I've said before, some games I think Grealish will start when we want more control. And some some games, uh, um, Doak will start, uh, you know, when he's on the bench, Doku comes off the bench and he rips teams to bits. So I, I had no problem with that lineup. It was a pretty good lineup. And I think it was the best we could put out. You, you know, I don't think you could make a case for anybody else. Uh, certainly from the attackers, we've got the guys who are doing the business like Ford and like Alvarez, Bernardo Silva. He's just awesome since he's been back. Um, yeah, it's just, I think the best thing we could put out. Well, over to Bernard now. So Bernard, there, there, there is the lineup and then there's how they lined up. So what did you make of it? Mm, let me have a look. Uh, I, th- I thought he sort of played out pretty pretty well, didn't it? I mean, obviously, 
uh, Alvarez, I never never quite know where he's playing, Alvarez, but I thought the, the link-up play between Bernardo and Grealish on that left-hand side was absolutely superb. I mean, it was Bernardo getting in the crosses, but, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I love Bernardo. Had a, well, we all agree, I think he got man of the match, didn't he? had a fantastic... Uh, fantastic performance and of course you had uh, Stones doing his usual in the middle so that just left Walker really and Diaz and Guardiola I was a bit yeah Guardiola when the game started I thought yeah I mean I, I was I thought Aki should have been around in Guardiola because he made some errors but then once he got into it it was fine but uh, yeah I mean that left hand side was just frightening. Uh, it really was. And of course, uh, oh, the middle wasn't too bad either, was it, with the old Leicester City pairing of um, of uh, Maguire and what's the other guy called? Maguire and Evans. 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 The old 2018 Leicester pairing at the back. I mean, you know, Ireland again, uh, he could have had four or five, couldn't he? Uh, he ended up with two. He, he could have easily had four or five. We'll probably talk about couple of ones he missed that perhaps he could have done better with. But uh, yeah, it was pretty much a normal City setup. But the, the way we pinged the ball about and the fact that United weren't pressing, you know, there's no we had room. We had room to to move it around and play it around. They, they, you know, we could just do what we want basically. Uh, and they just had was sort of half chances, just uh, big long balls up and a quick couple of half chances and that was it. We, we were excellent. Well, pop quiz uh, question to Ray. Ray, uh, Bernard told us the Man City lineup. Can you name the Man United lineup? Don't care. <laughs> I know you don't care, but can you do it? I, I, I never care about uh, other teams. Okay, I'll give you a few. You had um, Onana uh, yeah. in goal. You had Johnny Evans. You yeah. had um, Harry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, Bruno Fernandes was there. Uh, Poundland Hoyland um, was up front uh, Rashford who <laughs> couldn't be bothered was he was playing um, uh, McTimony he was there yeah. as well um, at the back Delot Lindelof Dalot, middle Lindelof Ericsson Ericsson yeah. and the rat the rat in the middle obviously the old rat Fernandez. <laughs> Have you seen that video where yeah, the squeak? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that, Mike? I guess Mike hasn't seen it. No, yet. what's that? What's that all about then? Well, well he's just interviewing him. him after the game, but he's just squeaking a rat noise when he's talking. Said, yeah. said, so the, the, the thing is that someone's written, but it's class of Bruno Fernandez. You know, after the game to say this at the interview, and he's just squeaking like a rat for ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was doing his best to get him get himself sent off. I, I just, thought uh, just 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 as something a little bit different, guys. I'll just read out the ratings for the United players in the evening news. Here you go. You got Onana got a seven, which I think was probably correct. Uh, he was our best player. Dalot three, Maguire three, Evans two, Lindelof three. Amrabat three, McTominay got a five. He was uh, did well. Bruno Fernandez got a four. Eriksson got a four. Rashford got a two, and uh, Mister Poundland Harland got a five. So uh, that just about sums up. And I, I think all season you've seen you've been seeing similar ratings uh, when you look at the. Obviously, I get the, I get the evening news for the city things. 
well, yeah, have a look at the United things and uh, that's pretty consistent all season. You know, you get the odd game where they, they do better, but you've seen two, threes and fours and, you know, obviously going into this one, we, you know, we couldn't beat them. I think uh, it would have been a bit of trouble for us, but uh, they're struggling, mate. They are struggling and we don't really care that much, do we, as long as we can uh, we can beat them and get three points. I don't know, Ray. I used to derive a lot of a lot of pleasure from beating Manchester United, but this last few years have been anticlimactic, isn't it? Hang on, Mike. They've got a very good record against us. A very good record indeed. I think I said this before. Since Mainly the FGM. Yeah. yeah, they've got one of the best records. Look, they stopped us from, well, basically, we're winning the, uh, the league against them when we got the 100 points. You know, we were 2-0 up, lost 3-2. So, you know, I'd I, I, I never get bored, mate. Never get bored of beating Man United. It never wears off, you know. Um, you know unlike anaesthetic, which... But the anaesthetic for Man United, I hope they go to sleep for years and years to come because uh, I, I want us to get back into that frame of mind that we're just going to pummel them. You know, three wasn't enough, you know. I, I mean, my, my summation of the game is I don't think we were brilliant. They were horrendous, which made us look a little bit better than we were. Because if you if you stand back, we give a, the ball away far too often. You know, they had at least three I think, opportunities to score, um, which they squandered. Three good opportunities, um, and uh, but we you know we could have scored six or seven. Um, you know, Mr. Harland, all right, he, 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 he scored two, he missed two, uh, two good ones as well um, but oh, they were dreadful we were a bit better better than I think we have been recently but we still got a long way to go I want to get back to beating them by four uh, you know four maybe five or six because that's the our superiority our supremacy over them demands that we put four five and six past them we've got to do that on a regular basis because you know for old timers like uh, Bernard and myself it's it's been a long time coming this uh, period of dominance, and I want to dominate properly. I want to batter them, batter them like a piece of fish, um, <laughs> and, and, and and give them a good old pasting. You know, it's kind of funny, Bernard, isn't it? Because um, when you were reading the um, post-match interviews, Mister Ten Hag thought that United were <laughs> were were going places. I, I just didn't understand that at all. He thought that they played. Um, very well, and um, it augurs well for the future. Oh well, <laughs> he can he can think what he wants, can't he? He can say what he wants. So obviously, the, the, most of the hordes at Old Trafford will lap it up. But uh, I mean, even Rashford, I think, got a few boos when he came off at the end of the game, and he he was their hero last year, wasn't he? he was his uh, top man? Uh, no, we we can. You know, it amazes me. It's just like the United fans coming on on Twitter and social media and saying, you know, we didn't hear the City fans and all that. You won the treble. All, we didn't hear all these plastics. You know, people don't think they got. You don't think you got eyes and ears to see these things, whether you're there at the ground or whether you're listening on telly. They're absolutely, you know, they're just living cloud cuckoo land. And Ten Hag's obviously uh, developed that that skill. Uh, unfortunately, that skill might see him out of a job very soon if he, do, if he doesn't 
doesn't buck up his ideas. But uh, you're saying they just live in cloud cuckoo land. You, you, they don't understand the people. People watch these things. People listen to these things. So they, they know the talking crap, but they, they can't help themselves. That's that's how United fans are. And obviously, Ten Hag as the United managers fallen into that trap. Okay, uh, Ray. Well, let's talk about the first half. There were a few talking points, a few um, little exclamation marks in that uh, in that first half. Let's hear. Uh, your your uh, your take on that? Well, um, well, we went in at one 0 up at half time, a non dubious penalty. I mean, the ref didn't give it at the time, but it was. He didn't want to give it, did he? He did. That's right. He tried his best not to give it, didn't he? I mean, he was determined. I've never heard so much garbage. That's one of the clearest penalties I've ever seen. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not going as far as that, but it was a clear. In fact, the second half was one that was It wasn't. It wasn't as though he just dived after it. He physically could see him stop yeah, his yeah, momentum. Yeah. But what I was going to say, one in the second half, one in the second half that I didn't give was more blatant. One on Haaland. So yeah. the the thing is, the refs don't want to give these because they'd have no. to give twenty penalties a game. Um, it was a penalty. He was he was manhandled. He was pulled back by uh, Roddy was pulled back by Hoy Hoy Ireland, um, and it was a clean penalty. But I mean, we were overall in that first half. We were a lot more dominant. I think was that the first was that the uh, Fordham give one terrible pass um, away where United were, were through. Um, we, we got lucky there. But we had a, a few moments in, in that first half. Uh, besides the goal, Haaland had a header that he should have scored from a Bernardo cross and lies little dink to the far post. And um, Haaland hit it back to where the goalkeeper was coming from. But he was coming from near, near post and Haaland was at the far post. He should have scored there. I mean, so what else? What, what other good opportunities do we have? One very early on, a beautiful Rodri uh, crossfield ball to the far post. Uh, was it Walker come in? And yeah. knocked it back to Folden who headed it. Onana with a bizarre save just basically palmed it up into the air and it looked like for all the you know, money in, uh, in the world that Haaland would have just uh, stepped forward and scored and somehow Anana pushed it away from him. It was you know the problem with that, that was the eighth minute, Ray. The problem with that was, and I, I was angry, absolutely angry, Haaland should have gone for it with his head. He would have gone yeah. with it, but he'd have been brave and that's what it comes down to. So he's a big lad, for God's sake. If he'd gone for that with his head, he wouldn't have fell to Anana's hand to get it clear. He would have had it in the net. All he had to do yeah. was die. what he wanted to do was stick his big foot in the air like he likes to score these spectacular yeah. goals and make you look good if he'd gone with his head we would have been one nil up on eight minutes uh, well, I was very thing, disappointed very disappointed what I, was, what I was going to finish saying there was if you saw it the replay from behind the goal Anana's lying on the floor he's lying on the floor after mm. making this floppy save and he manages to half stagger up and push it away and Harlan all this while he's just watching him he should have been diving in and taking, make it, like you say, Bernard, getting his head on it or getting his knee on it and and, and, and really going for it. I, I think he thought the goal he's not going to get back up. He's got plenty of time um, to, to tap it in. And he, he didn't, he should have, like you say, put his head there. You know, he, would have, he could have probably squashed on Anna as well. There's no harm in that. As long yeah, as he got really got followed, followed through and bloody put him out of the game. So what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, if, if Alan had got his bounce on that ball, he just, I think he'd have scored and he would have ended up squashing on Anna. Um, you know, it'd have been like a banana split uh, if, if Alan had landed <laughs> on top of him. But he should have just done it. You're right. He should have done it. You know, it's these things. When you look at it at the, afterwards, our expected goals were four. We only got three. So, you know, yeah. and I'm a bit disappointed. 
we you know we should have done a bit better. And, and it, again, I, it's, you know, people might think I'm a miserable sort of, but we had so many chances. You've got to keep taking them. You've got to be more clinical. Simple as that. And I, I don't know how to become more clinical. Um, you know, we had that first half off the top of my head. We could have had two or three goals, mm-hmm. and maybe probably three goals. We should have done. Should have had three goals. Um, and to go in one nil again, I, I look at it at halftime and say, United were not in that game. We're not in that game at all, and we go in that halftime one nil up. So they, so they're still in the game in a game that they really had very little to, to do. And then just before half time, they could have scored. In fact, McTominay should have scored. He had a, you know the three ball uh, um, walk was nowhere. Ruben Diaz did it. Actually, if McTominay had missed hit his shot, he'd have probably scored. Oh, he absolutely leathered it, but straight to Edison, who acrobatically um, you know, pushed yeah, I mean, it away. Diaz was appealing for offside and Stones was playing him on, I think. That was a problem, wasn't it? Rubbish, yeah. Rubbish. And, and, and Walker was, I don't know where Walker was. Um, but we were lucky because he hit it straight at um, Edison. He hit it. You know, that hard. Yeah, he put his boots he through it. He put his, his shoelaces yeah. through his bootlaces through it. He hit it too well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one or two yards either side. It's a goal. Good save. Good, good save by Edison. Good, good, but he was sort of more or less yeah. at him. And he did, you know, but obviously it looked, looked pretty good. Yeah, that's my that's my gripe, you know, is that we're miles better than them. They're awful, awful. And... They could have had a couple of goals in that first half. And you think, well, that's been City's problem, I think, yeah. this this season. We're getting caught for these long balls, aren't we, where we're trying to play on offside or whatever it is. Aki got caught, of course, okay, uh, the I'll, other I'll, night. I'll throw this out to Mike. You know, pop quiz, Mike. Pop quiz. Manchester City uh-huh. played six, 16 games this season. 16 games. I know Bernard knows the answer to this. How many clean sheets have City had in those 16 games? 16 games this, this season, season, you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had 10 league games. We've had, we've had the uh, uh, ch- three Champions League. We've had the Community Shield. We've had the Super Cup, UEFA Super Cup, and we've had uh, the uh, Carabao Cup. 16 games. How many clean sheets in 16 games? Um, not as many as I would have liked to believe. Um, five or six? Bernard? Well, you had a lot of faith in me. I would, I would say two or three, but uh, that's it. Well, I thought you'd remember because I, I mentioned this last time. I thought I mentioned it last time when we chatted. It's four. Oh, man, you might have I'm old. My memory doesn't. Unless I write it down, I'm knackered. Well, that's four clean sheets. Four clean four. sheets all okay. season. That includes uh, that includes yesterday. Yeah, includes yesterday. Four clean sheets yeah. in sixteen yeah. games. It's not very good. No, no, and a lot of the, goal, lot of the goals are, are similar, similar things, aren't they? Where we're being caught uh, just, yeah. just square. We've been caught square like the old, the old days when we, and then we seem to improve, and we're getting caught square again. And yet, I think we've got some a better defensive unit this season, but we're still getting caught square, and probably because obviously the way we're, we're um, our, our, our midfielder and attacker going now, what we're doing with that supposedly, but. You know, uh, teams like Tottenham used to be able to take the mick, and United, United, in the old, you know, these teams that can sort of just pump it over the top and put, put a ball through, and, and we're stumbling a little bit. But uh, it is a worry. Um, but this is why we need to score at least two or three every game. Unfortunately, we got away with it with United. They didn't. They didn't. We could have easily been drawing at half time or even perhaps losing by the odd goal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Bernard, anything else in your uh, first half uh, notes? One thing that I thought was quite uh, prominent were the commentators who, on the issue of the of the penalty, they were basically saying, "Oh, for goodness' sake, that thing ha- that that sort of incident happens all the time. Why they're getting it? Why they're getting a penalty for that?" So, um, what were you? What were your your other thoughts in the in the first yeah, I think Ray covered. I've, I've just been having a look at my little notes. I think Ray's covered most most of the things uh, that uh, with it. I mean, the penalty, of course. What one they were trying to look for a reason to disallow it on the fact that could Rodri actually get to the ball? Um, you know, this is one of the one of the things that's been put to me. If a, a foul's a foul, surely. Yeah, I think one of the commentators on my yeah. stream said it. Said if it's a foul in the box, it's a foul. It doesn't matter whether that guy can get to the ball or not. It's either it, it should be you know, that's all I'm not sure what the rules are, but they were actually looking for to decide whether Rodri could have actually gone and headed that ball before he was stopped. So that well that shouldn't have made any difference. But apparently that's why it was taking a little while. But we don't hear the conversations, do we? This this is a whole problem. We don't hear what's going on between the VAR and the referee. I think it was Oliver on VAR, was it yesterday? Michael Oliver and Tierney, of course, uh, yeah. like the de- deadly duo flipping out them two. Uh, so we don't hear it, and that, that's the that's is the worry. But uh, for me, it was a penalty all day long. But I think Ray said early on. Uh, there's, there's loads of things like that. Ireland, say Ireland, well, he wasn't even replayed, was it? The Harland foul when he when he went down in the box in the second half. So, uh, but we got it, we got it, and that's all that matters. And, and it, it was a penalty, penalty for me, and not many, not many. You know, they sort of saying it was a bit fluky, but that's only because the media are saying it, and they're like they're like sheep. They follow whatever they say. <laughs> but apart from that, for that first half, yeah, it was that was it really. Ray's covered most of the things. Um, when I said we could have gone in losing, I mean, on, on opportunities, it probably could have been 3-2 for us at half-time, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for the second half, let's go to Ray. Ray, um, let's let's talk about the second half, how we yeah. uh, started, and, and was it any better for you? Well, we started well. You know, um, you know, I think we had overall in the second half more control, I think. Uh, and dare I say it, by the end, we were taking the piss out of them. Um, you know, our, la- our third goal, when we get around to it, we had that ball, honestly. I mean, I've not, I don't know what the numbers are. We had the ball for about two or three minutes, passing it around. And then, um, you know, Roger... We got, we got a couple of little, couple of bounces. Um, we got a couple of deflections in that. Okay. Yeah, you know, but, but, you know we, saw, but we, we got, got the ball, the ball a couple of times, minutes. but we kept it going. We kept pinging it about, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, um, the, the second goal was a nice goal as well. Another didn't cross the far post. And this time, Harlan... It, it, was, it was like the first one, wasn't it, really? It was that one he missed. It was very similar, where Arnaud is at his near post and he's coming back across. And, and Harlan, Harlan headed it a bit higher this time, I noticed, didn't yeah. he? headed it a bit, little bit higher. But the thing, thing with that one, I mean, he was helped by the defender, by, was it Rodri moving in the box, taking the defenders away. And that's what movement does, you know. And Haaland actually was just ended up on his own. I still think he was lucky because, I mean, uh, uh, Onana came and he'd, Onana just dived past it because Onana has to take a risk. He has to do the dive and it went uh, past him. But, you know, I don't understand why Haaland couldn't just nod it into the near post both times, um, you know. So but, yeah, yeah, I think you're stretching. Uh, for, I think you're stretching just a little bit more for this one. The first, the first one, I think, was easier. Yeah. This was quite a little bit yeah. more difficult because he had to stretch for it. I think he had that 
chance to get his hat trick where Onana stood tall. Again, I think he should have scored. Yeah, yeah good, good. he did everything right. Uh, just Onana, he did his, uh, Onana did what a keeper should yeah. do. Bacon hit him in the nose, didn't he? I think. <laughs> Obviously, shoulder on the side of his head. But, but you know, we, we had plenty of chance. Look, the tr- point is, we had plenty of chances to to increase our, our you know, uh, lead by a lot more and win by a lot more than three goals. Um, I, I don't buy some of the fans who were saying this was one of the better performances. You know, they, some of them have said it's better than the 6-1, which I, I can't believe that. I honestly can't believe that. Um, you know, my, my opinion was we were, we were okay between second and third gear. They were shite. And that's, you know, combine those together, we beat them 3-0. If we were at it, we'd have beaten them 6 or 7. Um, then I'd say, yes, you can compare it to that 6-1. But I think we were that 6-1 was different class. Let's talk about that second half and um, the second goal in particular, Bernard. Yeah, well, the Harlan, we just talked about the Harlan header, haven't we, May? It was just, uh, well, that was 49 minutes, wasn't it? So, I mean, you know, I was pretty, even though I said I was a bit nervous for the 91st minute, once we went 2-0 up, I was fairly confident. I mean, but that all started, that 49-minute goal started from, um, of course, Edison, didn't it? Right at the back. Um and it was all quick one touch from Foden, from Walker, uh, Rodri, uh, Alves spreading it diagonally. So it's a fantastic move. It really was a cracking move up to Grealish, who does a reverse pass, of course, to Bernardo. As I said, them two, them two yesterday were superb. Uh, Grealish and Bernardo, they were absolutely fantastic on that right wing. And of course, Bernardo, as usual, took it and, and crossed it for um, for Haaland. This time he made sure, which uh, he didn't do in the first half. But it was, it was just a great build-up. I say it came from Edison uh, goal kick, Edison clearance. So you know, you talk about the one with the fifty odd, sixty passes over two minutes. But uh, that was a cracking build-up to the to the first, to the second, our second goal. And then obviously, I'm just before we jump ahead to have a look at the third. Of course, uh, Grealish had a couple of attempts. He had that one that zipped across the six-yard box where Haaland had been blocked. So I think if Haaland had stayed on his feet, he might have got to that one. And of course, United had one more, one more. They had one more great chance on uh, 69 minutes when uh, when uh, Rashford, fortunately, I think he was under pressure from Walker, was he? He got yeah. through, didn't he? And I think Walker sort of made him a little bit off balance and he sort of dragged what? his shot wide. I don't think Edison was getting to it if it was on target. That, that was uh, a bit of a let-off because that would have been 2-1 with 20 minutes left. I disagree. Well, I don't know if it was deliberate or accidental, but when Rashford looked like, like he was going to shoot, he just de- delayed it a fraction and that made Walker go past the ball trying to block it because mm-hmm. I think what Walker was thinking Rashford had, would go for the, the near post. He went for the far post and you know, Walker had gone past the ball. It was a poor, poor, poor finish. It really was yeah, I, I think it's just one goal, is it, so far in the last nine or ten games or something for Rashford? Yeah, I was, so, I was sort of say that, Bernard. Is Rashford not one of the most overrated players that um, that's in the league? Yeah, well, it comes to the territory. If you're United play, you get rated anyway straight away. I mean, Hodgland is a new Haaland and all that. You get that. And Rashford, I thought, Rashford had a reasonable season last season. He, he seemed to sort of oh, knuckle down. But he's back to his usual self now. He just thinks he believes the hype again and he's not putting it in. He's not putting the work in. Mm-hmm. What, what's, your, what's your take on that, um, 
Ray, one of the most overrated players in the league? Who's overrating him? Man United fans. We're not. Opposition fans aren't. It's just, he's, you know, he's loved by his own fans. Um, he, gets a, he gets a lot of hype for England, doesn't he, obviously? Yeah. Look, he's got, look, give him some credit. He scored 30 goals last season, I think, all told, in all games. So, you know, it's, it's a decent return. Um, but there's some trouble in the boy. It's really is some trouble in him. He's just not bothered. He's so lazy. Can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> just lying down on the job. As uh, Bernard shows us a picture, he was lying down on the job, and he's just like, you know, he puts a half-hearted challenge in to close someone down, and once someone's gone past him, he just walks off. He's just not bothered, and it's it's really unlucky. I mean, can you imagine how good he'd be playing for City? He'd be top. I think if he was playing for City, he'd be a top player. He really would, um, and he'd be scoring. He'd be a Leroy Sane-esque kind of player, scoring 15-plus goals a season. Um, because I, I don't think he's, a, he's rubbish. You know, he's, a, he's got that pace. He's, he's lacking a bit of confidence at the moment, but he's got skill. He's got plenty of skill. And it's just that he's playing for a poor team. Something's wrong with his head. Uh, I think a lot of the players uh, have fallen out of uh, love with um, Ten Hag. He's, lost, he's certainly lost the dressing room. Um, and um, he's on borrowed time, really, for me. The, but the longer he stays, the better it is for us City fans. Well, another interesting thing, Bernard, was to see the uh, uh, the, the sight of a 35-year-old Johnny Evans playing for Man United. Now, this is interesting only because we were at one, I don't know if you remember this, but we were at one stage linked with him a um, couple of seasons ago, 35 years old, and they reckon that he's um, he's the solution for them um, at, at the moment at the back. I don't know whether that's to make up for um, Maguire and his uh, Pratt falls and things. But what what what, what did you think about that, Bernard? <laughs> well, Johnny Evans. Uh, yeah, I mean they've got a lot. They do. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of their injury list. They do have a a long injury list. I think that was the idea of uh, him coming back to cover. Uh, but obviously. Uh, Maguire and, and Evans, as we said, what what it's a throwback, isn't it? But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought Harland had his. Let's put it this way: Harland had his, one of his easiest games that he's ever had. All right, he didn't perhaps do as much as he should have done scoring the goals, but Harland's had some trouble this season with centrally, you know, uh, getting through some of these defenses. And uh, but he had no trouble whatsoever with Mister Evans and Maguire. I think that that tells us all we need to know, really, uh, about, about the qualities of, of Evans yeah. and Maguire. Yet World Cup winner Rafael Varane on the bench. What's going on? As you say, there's, there's a problem, a problem with the manager and the players, and it's obviously uh, we can, you know, you can see it on the pitch, and obviously it must must be happening off the pitch as well. This, uh, it's that's why obviously they can't really afford to get rid of Ten Hag, but you know, you can you can see it happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, let's talk about um, Sir Philip Foden, uh, the player who's got pretty much more medals than um, most players in the league. Um, if you go back, it's quite funny the the staggering collection of um, medals that he's got for for all the age of him. Um, how do you think he played this game? Played very well. You know, he he worked his socks off. He absolute. He ran up and down that pitch. He he give he, he had everything that in this game. He had the effort. 
His effort levels were incredible. He had the touch. You know, you'll have seen, uh, I'm sure it's a gift by now, one touch where he, he trapped the ball out of the sky and then flicked it past the United player, then flicked it past the second, then I think he got fouled or pushed, uh, knocked the ball out. Um, that was that was Mahrez-esque. You know, that was a beautiful touch. His control, his passing, his decision-making most of the time, absolutely, you know, top draw. Yeah, I think he had a fantastic game. You know, it, it's just a shame. Just, just thinking that uh, over that scissor kick had gone in, it would have, yeah. would have shut Rooney up once. It would have yeah. would have killed Rooney's old Trafford if that scissor kick had, uh, had gone in the corner. It wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't miss by much. And it's it's yeah. a funny. It's a shame that you can only give one of the man of the match award because you know you you have Haaland knocking on the door because he obviously scored two goals, got an assist. You had uh, Bernardo knocking on the door because he had an awesome game. You had Phil Folden who scored a goal and played really, really well. You know, and three of them would, would be knocking on the door for that man of the match, uh, you know, spot. But he had some, to answer your question, Folden had a fantastic game, I think, overall. And that wasn't because United were shit. It's because Folden is bloody good. Well, Bernard, let's talk about the third goal. Let's talk about Philip Foden and uh, whether you agree that he he uh, uh, was in the running to pit Bernardo Silva for the, the, the gong of man of the match. Yeah, as Ray said, there was certainly two or three could have had it. I give it Bernardo as well. I thought he, he was absolutely. He loves all. I mean, he, he just. I just wish he could. He does play very well every time. But I think when Pep releases him, which is what he did, he released him down that left hand side, didn't he? And obviously, he didn't stay just on the left. He was all over. But that's where he's most effective. I mean, you know, obviously, if you think about Grealish, Doku, and Bernardo, Bernardo can can play that 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 role superbly getting those crosses in. I mean, I say he could have had three or four assists yesterday. He was absolutely brilliant. And this is this is why I get annoyed. Not with Pep. He has to Pep has to play the team he plays, but he doesn't utilise Bernardo as much as he should do. I've always said that. He's 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 a he's a nightmare. He's a nightmare for defenders. You know, he's it absolutely is and he can get to that byline and get the crosses in. Uh, you know, our goal tally would be a lot higher if he was playing that sort of position, that sort of role. All right, we're playing United every week, it'd be higher. But uh, he's fantastic, absolutely brilliant, um, Bernardo. But, uh, well, what was the other part of the question, after, as well as Bernardo? Uh, well, just to... Um just oh, the goal, ask, wasn't it? it? Yeah, the goal. I mean, yeah, because as Ray yeah. said, it was, I think it was over two minutes we had the ball. There was a couple of times when the ball sort of, we tried to play it through and it hit a United leg and bounced back to us. So we got the run of that. But obviously after after this two and two hours, two minutes, two hours, after this two minutes, 20 seconds, it fell to Rodri and no one was closing him down. So you know Rodri's going to take a, a punt at it. So he took a shot. And Andrew, yeah, he got seven out of 10 in the, in the evening news then. He did okay. He certainly kept the goals down, but why the hell didn't he put it round for a corner? Why did he have to parry it? I mean, he did, yeah. the same, he did the same in the first half. Why did he have to parry it out like that as a goalkeeper? If he can't hold it, which I think he could have done, but obviously that's not the way goalkeepers play these days. If he can't hold it, you put it out for a corner. You don't put it back into the danger zone. You don't put it back into the path of a six-foot 12, 6 foot 11 inch guy like Ireland and all credit to Ireland it would have been, he sort of saw Phil there in the middle um, and of course 
uh, all right. I, I think he's, he knew Phil had a better chance than he did. I thought he might have, I thought he might have missed from there, but uh, he played safe and played it across for, for uh, Phil. But Anana had a good game. He did, but he, he's, his inconsistencies, uh, you know, he reminds me a little bit of Edison as far as his temperament's concerned when he first came to City. He's, he's obviously still prone to it now. But Anana, if he's if he's not doing the basics, the basics of goalkeeping isn't isn't to you know to get a strong hand on it, and if you can't get out of danger, put it to for a dead ball, put it for a corner, and he and he, and he failed miserably at all. You know, I'm glad he did because uh, say a nice little pass across from out, and I think Phil sort of sliced it a bit. It didn't didn't go inside footy, did it? it went into, right into the corner, but uh, it was put it this way: he's only about six inches out, so it would have took some doing to miss from there. But I have I have seen players miss from that distance. Uh, for City has never no mind anybody else but uh, yeah it was a good goal and, and as everyone said it followed because it wasn't continuous passing for two minutes it was a couple of United obviously with um, Anana parrying it of course that broke the sequence up anyway but uh, it, it was spectacular you know if you look back at that goal the build up to it and United say they probably got a couple of kicks in of it and a, a save from Anana but it wasn't really a save it was just another assist for Ireland to a pre-assist for Alan to do an assist for Foden. Mm-hmm. Well, Ray, um, any other things that we need to talk about in that uh, second half? Any other uh, incidents, Absolutely. moments that, for you? We, we have to talk about the end of the game. Thugs, no, look, the thugs. Yeah, the thuggery. Well, I'm, I'm going to call them ball bags. I'm going to call them ball bags. <laughs> United through that throughout that game... You got, you, obviously, you had uh, Fernandez whinging and whining, and uh, you know, he, he, I bet you half the United fan base hate him as well because he just, just gets uh, up, up your nose. Um, so you had that that played out throughout the game. You had the laziness of other players, um, the the tactical ineptitude of uh, you know the Poundland Pep. Um, I mean, as manager Ten Hag, and then at the end you had Anthony, who was he obviously wasn't happy about not coming on earlier because uh, you, you could see him shaking his head when other substitutes came on and he was uh, left on the bench. So he comes off on near the end, and I'll just go through one incident, okay, um, where the referee didn't have the balls to do to do what he should have done. Now, Doku is <laughs> taking the piss out of Anthony, basically. He, he slides past him. Anthony puts out a kick. Now, for me, that was a, it was borderline yellow card for what he did, you know, trying to bring him down. Uh, and then, I don't know why, but Doku says, come on, have another go. And uh, he, he, he swivels his hips, and Anthony's got no chance. And Anthony doesn't care about the ball. He just boots Doku cross the legs. Uh, that on its own, that was for me between a yellow and a red card. He had it's, no intention. It's, it's just Sunday league stuff, isn't it? Even Sunday yeah. league's probably not as bad as that in these days. He had no intention of because he couldn't get the ball. His only sole intention was to hurt Doku. Uh, that was worth minimum yellow card. Now Doku took offence to that quite rightly because you know he's just turned up at City. He's having a good start to his career at City, and um, you know that that could be, that could have that could have put him out for weeks or months. So he gets up in, uh, into Anthony's face and wags his finger at him, and Anthony then slaps his finger away. Doku puts it back, points to him, accusing him, and he slaps away. Now slapping his finger away 
that's worth a yellow card. That's worth a yellow card. You, you're, you're instigating physical contact uh, you know, against somebody, and players get a, a yellow card for such something like that. Anthony could have got three yellow cards in the space of like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Someone said he spat at him. I've not seen the, the spit uh, spitting at him. But for me, Anthony should have been off. And that's no more than he deserves. But it also, I mean, just mentioning his name, he cost United eighty million pounds. <laughs> eighty million loving pounds. Um and, and and this is why United are struggling. And this is why you got your know, bell ends like uh, uh Roy Keane and um Gary Neville. Are you listening, Gary Neville? Okay. Um your boys took one hell of a beating. Uh, but you got Bellens like them whinging and crying. And Gary Neville, all he does is go on about the ownership. United have, since Fergie left, have spent about the same amount of money as City. We are like chalk and cheese. Even Pep had a pop. Someone said it was a veiled pop at them, you know, asking why City do so. Well, he said, look, we've got the CEO, the sporting director, the chairman, the owner, me, everybody's heading in the same direction. We want the same thing. You know, and, and United are not in a position. Is there an absolute shambles? You know, you got some of their fans, you know, mentioned this, calling for, you know, the owners to die. I mean, that's how bad, how toxic it is at, at that club. And and I, I say to Gary Neville and the others, they ask, you know, um, they blame the man, they blame the ownership, but they've spent so much money. It's the whole club from fans to ex-players it's toxic and it's horrible. And basically, they're now getting what they deserve. They're getting their just desserts. And um, they, they, they are not finishing top four this season. And that's going to hurt them again because their finances get battered. I mean, they, they, I can't remember who it was now on another side. So who was it saying that they're going to have get to a billion pounds in turnover. I think that's the Glazers are in one of their sets of accounts. They're not going to get to a billion pounds in turnover if they're not in the Champions League. It's, I mean, they, they're deluded. The fans are deluded. Ex-players like Gary Neville, they're deluded. They put pressure on everybody. They've got this expectation that they deserve to be, you know, fighting amongst amongst it for the, for the title and stuff. They ain't got... A, a Kainel's chance of the title this season. And if they get top four, uh, that'll only be because Arsenal bottle it again. Uh, Bernard, have you got anything more to say about that um, second half or the game in particular before we move on? No, we had a, we had a, a, a gentleman arrested for uh, throwing something, didn't we? That was quite funny. <laughs> uh, someone's done a, a sort of a meme of the call or whatever of all these uh, faces of people in the background of like Peter Sutcliffe and all this lot and then the background of the crowd which is uh, uh, you know uh, uh, even the um, Doctor Who characters and stuff like this it's, it's uh, quite funny but uh, Have you heard of Bernard? Yeah. He's been arrested and he's been he's got a three year ban from all Has he got a ban? He's got a three year ban he's appealing it he wants it to uh, up to ten years 
<laughs> yeah, it's, uh, look, I, I, someone said they give him a, a lifelong season card as punishment, but you know, for for years to come. But uh, yeah, he's, I think there's eleven. Uh, I think I think I read there was eleven arrests made, and he he was one of them. He's obviously been bailed to to reappear, but uh, yeah, I mean, he should have known better. I mean, we had our kids the other week, didn't we, with uh, Bobby? The sad thing with Bobby Charlton, and they, they were kids. They were kids. I mean, this guy was what thirty odd. Um, Bit like someone said, he was a bit uh, a fat Timmy Mallet one. He so it's sort of like yeah. Timmy Mallet's brother, long lost brother, or very very close to him. But uh, he should know better. Um, but he'll probably say, "Well, I must admit, I've looked at that picture. And I, I can't see the coin, but it is obviously very small. Might, they can't afford much, can they? They're obviously, you know, they they want to spend the money in the shop, so they're not they're not going to start throwing pound coins and stuff like that. Are they? So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's the only thing really. Which uh, and the fans were tremendous, as I said, hinted at earlier on. You, you'll get United fans saying the Stratford end never stopped singing. Well, you know, it's about three dozen of them clapping and singing probably kicking a blue song or something like that I don't know what they were doing but uh, it's, it, it's, it's the crowd was at City and obviously at the end it was just great to watch the players just stood there watching the fans I thought that was fantastic and yeah. uh, it would have been great to be there you know I've not been to one for bloody years at Old Trafford but uh, just how you it is at the moment. you'll never go again mate unless it's in a probably not no not unless not as you say not lots of people uh, suddenly disappear but I can't see that happening anytime soon unfortunately so if we had loads of money I would if we had loads of money I don't let the have tickets out so that the United yeah. always all done on phones I'm not too sure if I had loads of money I'll go and buy a ticket but I don't have loads of money so I can't be doing things like that but there's a couple of things I've forgotten one but going back to that that fellow who threw the coin there's a apparently I think it was on that picture there's a fan in the corner who's looking quite smug and everybody says that's got to be a city fan in the United States <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear there but yeah, look let's just reiterate they're shit they're ground shit their fans are shit their ex-players are shit their manager shit um the the owners are shit is there anything not shit about man united at the moment bernard uh, well, they've got the name Manchester in the name. That's the only thing that's not shit, and they've, they've conned the way into that. That's the only. That's the only thing I think. <laughs> well, uh, guys, I think that we've uh, pretty much um, uh, summarised what there was to say about that game. Um, just before we finish off, any of the other results um, uh, interest you, or any any comments there, uh, Ray and Bernard? Um, Spurs won. Liverpool won. Uh, Arsenal. One. How did Chelsea go on? <laughs> Chelsea lost. Villa, Villa won. Well, we play them in a bit. We play Villa soon. We're flipping out. Look, by gum, they've won four out of the last five. You know, they got they got they're in pretty hot form. Um, I think if I'm right, they're third or second in the league since Unai Emery t- took over. They scored a decent number of goals. In fact. The top scorers in the league, Aston Villa and Newcastle. And Newcastle put eight past uh, Sheffield United. So, you know, that's a little bit of an outlier for, for there. But Villa, 26 goals. Mm-hmm. And you remember the first game of the season, Bernard? They got beat by Newcastle. Was it 5 1? Yeah, yeah, we thought, oh dear, that's not good. But uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's always hard to tell, isn't it? Early doors. Yeah, but they, 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 you know, they're only two points behind us. 
you know, and and I I put them for a top four finish this season, Villa, because I just I said if they obviously they had to carry it on and they're doing it, they're carrying it on. Um, so yeah, I mean it's not. I mean we've got some really. I'm sure Mike's going to ask about this, but we've got some really tough games coming up. Well, let's talk about them. Let's talk about them, Ray. No, oh, well, I thought you could ask Bernard. Okay, well we'll start off with Bernard and uh, Ray. You can chime in too. Yeah, just interesting that we're actually third at the moment, aren't we? Which I thought yeah. we were second, but obviously we've got the same goal difference, but Arsenal scored a goal more. So they're actually not just alphabetically, but above us, but the fact that they score more goals of us, even though our goal difference is the same. So we're actually third at the moment. But say we've got we've got uh, an easier one coming up this week in theory. Um, Bournemouth, yeah. aren't they? they got the first win. Don't we off, mate. Hey? Don't we off. Well, no, we're having a rest. I'm sure the players, well, all the players are at this Ballon d'Or tonight, aren't they? Oh, I felt, felt a bit sorry for old Ruben. Days. I felt a bit sorry for old Ruben. Uh, is it Ruben Diaz? He was on his own. I thought I was a bit mean. I mean, where's it, you know, someone could have, he could have hired someone, surely. <laughs> he, could have, he could have done something, surely, to, uh, to go with him, you know, male or female. It doesn't matter these days, does it? But uh, that was a bit sad to see when he was walking on his own, all the other guys with their, with their lady friends sort of thing. And, it annoyed me that speed was there. I noticed that that mm, yeah. asshole speed. Uh, you know, he's a, obviously he's a United fan, isn't he? Well, he's put tends yeah. to. I think he sticks up for whoever's winning. I think, but obviously, you know, I saw him having a go. Not having a go, but having a laugh with Bernardo. I would have would have thrown him out myself. But uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a break, so the players are over there. They won't be back in training probably till Wednesday, I'd imagine. Back in on Wednesday, uh, we're playing three o'clock Saturday against Bournemouth. They got their first win uh, this weekend, so that took them to the mass. I think uh, six points. I think they've got now or something like that. Um, I think they've drawn three and won one. We've but it should be an boys. easy game because after that it, it turns a bit hard, lads. Doesn't it? We've got young boys, which is another one that we should put to yeah, bed. Young boys, I'm, I'm, but then, I'm, but then I think it's we've got. I don't know in which order particularly. Chelsea, Chelsea. away, Liverpool Chelsea at away. home, Tottenham at Chelsea home. Away. We've got Chelsea away. Then it's yeah. the international break. Yeah. We've got Liverpool at home, Leipzig away, and then the Spuds at home. Then Villa away. away. Yeah. So it's gonna, as I said, I think we said to Ray, we talked on this this uh, pod about you know by mid December, if we're up where we are now within two or three points, I'll be quite happy. I'll be quite happy. Hopefully, we would have beat Tottenham, so we're probably gonna. I would hope we go above them. I want to be above them, but if Arsenal are a point or two ahead of us, I'll take that all day long. Um, I was going to say, Bernard, you mentioned the Ballon d'Or, and I think it's worth pointing out City had six players in the final ten. Uh, if I'm yeah. right, um, and I can't remember who they are. There'll be Alvarez there. There'll be Johnny Stones, um, Erling. Gundo, Gundo will be him, won't he? Ex player. Yeah, Gundo. No, Gundo wasn't. Was Gundo was about fifteenth, mate. Was it all right? Oh. Yeah, he's, was it Gavardio? Gavardio was in it from his who he used to play for, wasn't he? I think he was in I it. I don't know about Gavardio. I can't remember which the six yeah. were in there. No, there's one used to play for someone else that's in it, and I think it's Gavardio. Yeah. Okay, but. Ruben Diaz was thirtieth. <laughs> what, what a joke that is! How can you be thirtieth? You know, he's um, a treble winner, a really important part of your team, and he, you know, he's he's thirtieth. That was a joke. We know we all know who's going to win it. We all know it's a con. As uh, yeah. uh, Chris says, Harlan should win it, but he ain't going to. Well, we've got the club of the year again, haven't we? Anyway. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some of the positions. I'll, I'll give you 30 till 11. 30, Ruben Diaz. Okay, this is going to be fun. And tell if you haven't heard these players, tell me that you've never heard of this. So Ruben Diaz, treble winner, 30th. Joint 28th, Martin Odegaard. out does Martin Odegaard finish 28th? <laughs> then you've got Randall Colo Muani, French player. Never heard of him. He's above Ruben Diaz. Nicolo Barella, Jamal Muziala. Gavardio was 25th. Bukaya Saka. Onana. Onana was 23rd. Min Jae Kim. Antoine Griezmann. I don't believe some of this. Lautaro Martinez was 20th. Harry Kane. I mean, Ruben Diaz is 30th. Harry Kane, 19th. <laughs> Jude Bellingham, 18. Kvratz Kilia, 17. Kareem Benzema, 16. Emilio Martinez, 15. Gundogan was 14. Yassine Bounou from Morocco. Bloody hell. Uh, Robert Lewandowski. Diversity, inclusion, and equity for you, mate. <laughs> no, it's just bullshit. And no, no, no. This is voted by football players and players and ex-players and stuff like that and managers or whatever. So I think if I'm right, uh, oh, I have certain judges anyway. Um, Mohamed Salah finished 11th. Uh, it's just, uh, I really, uh, you know, blow my cheeks out there, puff my cheeks out. I just don't understand it. We know Messi's going to win it. We know it's a con. It's just a load of rubbish. It is. Well, I think yeah, Edison was robbed, I think, of the Yashin once he finished second in the Yashin trophy thing, which was a bit. Ma- Martinez got it because of simply yeah. because of it, of the World Cup. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and of course, as I said, we won the Club of the Year award for the second year. So at least we've won that. We look two, two on the trot of that now. We'll go for three or four. Eh? We'll nice, go for a three peat. But uh, it's nice. It doesn't but you mean know, anything, does it, mate? <laughs> no, no. You know, you know, we want to be winning, you know. It's nice enough and all that, but we all know who should be finished, who should be, you know, um, winning it, and it ain't happening. So I'm not. Well, Harlem won the good, good Muller Award, is it? Or something? Is yeah, that yeah, he's, yeah. He's got because he scored fifty six goals. They were, yeah. They'll play the montage of all these fifty six goals, and uh, some kind of players they're going to go beards watching them fifty six <laughs> goals. Um, no, no. I hope, I hope they don't show the video of his missus. <laughs> missus. Not his missus, his missus. As his missus in scoring, I mean. Not, not, his, not his female friend. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know what you want about there. I mean, for everyone who's scored, he probably, he's probably missing about four or five at the moment. So that'll go on all night. Yeah. I mean, no, <laughs> well, a few Manchester City players have gone up to collect the uh, Club of the Year award. And Rodri says it was an unbelievable season to win the Champions League. And he thanks the club and his teammates for the hard work. And he said, it's a dream come true. Bernardo Silva said, not just the five players in the top, no, it's only five, not just the five players in the top 10. A sign of the work that all of us together have been doing is great. Motivation to keep pushing ourselves to be better. Um, so a lot of players up there uh, with, uh, like Bernard said, with their lady friends, except uh, Ruben Diaz. Should have taken his dog. Well, Ruben Diaz did have a gorgeous girlfriend, but he dumped her, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's got a well, new man. one, but it's very early, very early doors, so he's, he's, uh, I, not, well, he's not I, 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 Did he dump her? I, I don't think he could, co- uh, he could compete with you, Mike. I, you know, she, I, she, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
Well, I know I know. there's a lot of City fan ladies out there who uh, swoon a little bit when he's showing his uh, bare chest off and I don't I don't think Mike even Mike has that effect in fairness <laughs> no that's true that's good but City oh, traditionally City we, we don't really do very well with the individual awards I mean I think someone pointed this out I'm not sure if this is exactly true but I, I've no reason to doubt it that um, Sergio Aguero despite his heroics he never ever Ever. No, it's the, it's the one, little city, mate. Little city aren't gonna win awards. No one cares about us. We're not important. No one talks about us. No one no one's interested in little city. I mean the, you know, the, you can't see any city shirts around. It's all United ev- jerseys, all United jerseys everywhere. You can't see any city ones. It's, well, having it's said shocking. that, I was in gym two days ago. Obviously, I'm here in Germany. I was in gym a couple of days ago and there was a fella in a city top. You know, plastic. Uh, but there's a fellow in the city, so. <laughs> <laughs> but even I, I, was, I was actually wearing my um, city hoodie, and uh, but uh, probably didn't recognise it because uh, it's not got the badges and stuff on, or it's in rust colour, black and rust. Uh, but yeah, so I think I've, since I've been here, I saw one fellow in a, a Liverpool top. Uh, I laughed at him. And and in a city top. Not I'll tell you what, I was, I was at work yesterday. A guy with a Spurs top came. Oh bloody hell! These, I nearly said to him, I might have got sacked. Actually, I said, "What stone have you crawled out on from under?" But, <laughs> but it's not a good idea, I suppose. But I've not seen anyone with a Spurs top in in Manchester for a long time. But uh, wow, apart from when we play Spurs, of course. But uh, so there you go. It, it brings that's them all out, exactly. doesn't it? A bit, a bit of glory, a bit of being top of the table. Brings them all out. Uh, okay, guys, I think that'll do us. Uh, final thoughts from uh, let's start off with Ray. Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, it's obviously great to be uh, Derby winners. Uh, it's, it's a very tight uh, time at the top of the table, as Bernard has said. You know, we just got to be um, keep on pushing, get, getting results out, and stay. You know, make sure we stay. Near the top of the table until um, you know we get into the new year. KDB's back, and then hopefully we push on. Yep, absolutely. It's good to be in this position. In fact, that you know we're not really playing that well when you consider what we're capable of, but we're still uh, there or thereabouts. Final thoughts from uh, Bernard. Yeah, it's just another week nearer KDB coming back, as uh, Ray said. Obviously, we may have another injury in the meantime for someone else, but uh, Stone, Stones has got to be due one. He's played a couple of games now. He's got to be due another one. But, uh, yeah, I, it can only get better, I think. Uh, I was, as I say, United were absolutely awful, but uh, we could see little bits of movement there from City, a little bit of one-touch passing that even if they were playing a decent team would uh, was sort of have the team rocking or the other team rocking on the, on the heels. And uh, we've got to start taking these chances a little bit better. Uh, we have a bit of a laugh about Erling. Erling scored two goals yesterday. Could have had five or six. But hey, if he gets two goals every game when he could have had five or six, I think we'll do all right, won't we? So, But uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. The team, the lads, look, they look okay, don't they look happy as a unit which is more than we can say for that other rabble across the road and if you look uh, they're confident and that's we were worried this season after last year it might be a bit of a damp squid but uh, I think they're up for it and I think the fans are up for it so uh, yeah looking forward to uh, the next next few months nicely summarised Bernard so guys I think we'll leave it there we'll be back with you um, after the next one 
Um, we should probably mention just for a minute or so uh, the previous game where we didn't have a pod. Um, there, there was a certain other, um, another little win before the United won there, uh, Bernard. Was it? What was that? Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a, that, that was a, a European game, I believe. Oh, did we, did we not covered that one? I don't no, think we covered it in any great detail. Oh no, I, was, I get mixed up with Ray's, Ray's thing. Also, at the old, uh, the old Wankdorf Stadium, we're talking about, aren't we? That yeah. was the one. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I, think we... what, I was quite. I was quite. I'll tell you what, young boys were better than United. Uh, I'll say that oh, much. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, opposition. but didn't the young boys beat United in the Champions League last season? Well, it could have been last season, season before. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. at their place. Yeah, yeah, they beat beat Spurs as well at their ground. So yeah. young boys, well, I, I was quite impressed with young boys. It won't be any pushover when we play in, in a couple of weeks. But uh, you know, we did make hard work of it, but we got we got through, and it's as simple as that. And uh, showed a bit of spunk, those young boys. So give, give yeah, them credit. Right, we don't, oh, you know, you always lower, you always lower the tone, mate. <laughs> Hang on, it's, it's if you think it's the way your mind works, you know. It's, unfortunately, words have been stolen and given new meaning. Uh, you know, you, it's, let's not get into onto it. But people have, you know, stolen words and bastardized them and and given them different meanings. That, this was a, you know, a, a good good old word about forty years ago, and suddenly it's become. <laughs> Good clean when, when, was, when was Wankdorf a good old word? When was that? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think That's after. The after the we, game, we've... <laughs> we draw, I think even if we draw, we're virtually through, aren't we? If we win, we're, we're sort of definitely I through. Think through. Yeah. I think if, yeah. if um, you know, uh, I think we can go out and um, rest a few players if we need to. We. Do, the question is, do we actually need to rest players? Um, you know, because our next games, all right. I mean, the the, the young boys. See, the, the game after the young boys is Chelsea. Do we need to rest anybody? Yeah. You know, um, I'm not that that bothered. Just give you. I mean, I'm just letting you guys know because by the time this pod comes out, everybody will know who's uh, won the uh, Ballon d'Or. But Julian Alvarez finished seventh. Vinicius Junior was sixth, and Rodri is fifth. Well, there you go. There you go. So slowly, it it could take another half an hour to get. (laughs) I'm still Uh, playing the Alan's goals, are they? <laughs> All right, yeah, guys. So, well, so, yeah, it was it was a good result in uh, in uh, Switzerland, of course. Uh, a, a tough game, a tougher game than I think we thought it would be. But uh, uh, we got the breaks at the right time, and um, we couldn't keep a clean sheet. We, we didn't keep a clean sheet, did we? No, we didn't. No. Uh, we sort of let them back in it again, didn't we? Unfortunately, which is a tendency. <laughs> but we kept a clean sheet this time, so that way we're on a roll now. We're on a roll of clean sheets. A uh, lot plenty to come now. You're right. If we draw with young boys, we'll have 10 points and the yeah. most young boys can get is to 10, but, but we'll have beaten them. Yeah. Red, yeah. Then we got Red Star Belgrade, the most they could get to 10, but we've beaten we'll them as well. Them. So, you know, we, we, we are basically through. I mean, we're practically through now, but a, a draw would get us uh, definitely through. And I think we can, you know, take it easy for the other legs uh, or the group stage games after the young boys. Even, even Phillips might get a game. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a limit. There's a limit. 
Yeah, yeah, that's pushing it a bit. Well, guys, um, I think we're bang up to date now. Um, personally, on the on on the uh, on the evidence of that game we saw against United, they should probably be um, lobbying to change their stadium's name to to the one that Young Boys um, uh, possess at the moment. Well, that's probably a little bit more appropriate. But um, we'll leave it there, guys. We'll leave it there, and uh, we'll finish up. Is that it? Yeah. Since since we're at it, since I'm in Germany, I've got I've got a gripe. I've got a gripe. Many years ago, I came to Germany, and I think this brand of chocolates changed its name. And uh, I, I mean, I had, I had to, when I saw this these chocolates many years ago, I had to buy some. You've got they called Dickmans, okay? And you had these mini Dickmans, and you have this super Dickman, which is a huge. It's like a marshmallow inside and chocolate outside. So, uh, and it's a bit, it's a bit of a phallus, um, <laughs> but I, I've, got, I've just thrown it out there. I mean, this is not going to make the edit now, is it? But I'm just throwing it out there. So when you said I'm, to me the other week, do you want, do you want some Dickman? Are you, are you, is that what you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this has come up. I don't know when this has come up. <laughs> You know, you know what, you know what. I think, I think that, I think that might, I think that might. I might edit this. He's got a bad chance. I think that might stay in. Actually, let's let's see. Let's see how it goes. It's not not made for kids. It's an adult adult show. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll put. We'll put a, we'll put we'll put a warning on it, you know. Um, what was it? Parental advisory or something like that. No, no, what you need to write is asexually explicit. Well, the f- fact that Ray's used the word shit about fifty times about United, uh, I think we'd have to do that anyway. <laughs> All right. I was being kind to them, mate. I was being kind. <laughs> Look, just make sure, Mike, when you put this out, tag Mark Goldbridge in, tag House in it. <laughs> Tag Andy the Tate in and and tag um, uh, Alex Ferguson in as well. Whoever you can find, any old. He's got other problems, poor man. Yeah, Uh, right. Tag tag Terry Christian in and uh, Teddy Terry. Uh, tag him in. Speed. Tag, 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 tag speed. Tag speed in. Tag speed in. Gary Neville. Tag him in. Well, we'll leave it there, guys, and finish off in the normal way. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did anyway. Uh, we'll leave it there and uh, finish off by saying, have one of us and up the blues. Up the super blues. Up the blues. Up the blues. <laughs>